Jeremiah 1, verses 7 and 8 says, But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a youth, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Based on those verses, I actually have an assignment for you folks this morning. I want you to get up in the morning, go to the Atlanta airport at the Delta ticket counter. Arrangements have been made for you to fly to Lilongwe, Malawi. There you will find a tribal leader by the name of Dulani. Now Dulani has no official status in the area, but he is the leader of the largest tribe and he is very influential. As Delani goes, so goes the area. So I'm asking you to go tomorrow and take this New Testament to Delani. <laughs> Ma'am, I'm asking you to also get up in the morning and go to the Atlanta airport where you will travel to Bogota, Colombia. There you will find a t school teacher, sixth grade school teacher by the name of Maria Real. Maria is wanting a New Testament so that she can translate it for her students. So you can take this to Maria tomorrow. Larry, I want you to go with tomorrow to Managua, Nicaragua. There you will find a taxi driver by the name of Juan Cody. Juan recently had a missionary in his cab, and the missionary was talking to him about Jesus Christo, Jesus Christ. So take Juan this scripture. Now I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you're thinking this Gideon has gone crazy. You're thinking, I've got to get up in the morning, I've got a job to go to, I've got a family to take care of. You may be thinking, I'm afraid of flying. Or it may be that you're thinking, I don't even have a passport. Well, I've got good news for you. You don't need to go after all. <laughs> you see, if you can just send scriptures we already have Gideons and the wives of Gideon known as Auxiliary in every one of these countries. These Gideons and Auxiliaries are an extended arm of this church. There's no language barriers. They're self-supporting. The doors are open to them that would not be open to you or I. Can you believe that there are actually over 160,000 Gideons and over 94,000 auxiliary around the world today. We are in 200 countries and we give out scriptures in 108 different languages. Every time your heart has beat this morning, two more scriptures have been placed. We are made up of men and men that are born again Christians, business and professionals, 
and members of the local church. And all of us have just one purpose in mind. That's to give men, women, boys and girls an opportunity to come to faith in Jesus Christ. We do this by personal witnessing and placing scriptures in schools, colleges, hotels, hospitals. We give them to medical personnel, police, fire, prisons, and even the military. We do this because God's word tells us in Isaiah 55, 11, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish that which I please. With that being said, it may be that God is putting it on your heart this morning that you would like to be a part of this ministry. I just happen to have applications with me. (laughs) Let me just share a couple of stories with you. Gideons were sharing Bibles at a school in Peru. One of the New Testaments is offered to a student. The student expressed, I don't want it. Well, the Gideon was patient. He took the time to talk about the hips in the front, the plan of salvation in the back, and the student still said, I don't want it. He took the New Testament and he threw it up on the roof of the building next to him. Well, the next day the Gideons were out there giving scriptures again, but they were a little confused when a man came up to them and thanked them forgiven him the New Testament because they had just given out to students the day before. Well, the man went on to explain that he was working on the roof of the building next to him and all of a sudden someone threw a New Testament up to him. Well, he took it home with him that night, read the scripture, and gave his heart to the Lord. Hebrews 12, 4.12 says, God's word is sharper than a two-edged sword. But our work is not finished. And in May 2019, a lady by the name of Yvonne participated in a scripture distribution at a women's prison. And 300 women received God's word. The auxiliaries were overjoyed with how God had used them and worked through them that day. Then about six months later, Yvonne and her husband went to grab dinner from a food truck. Yvonne was about to order when the owner, Lorena, stopped her and said, I know you. Well, she was shocked. But she said, I was in jail and you gave me the word of God. Yvonne was speechless. But while Lorena was sharing her story with them, she said that, after she had received the testament from Yvonne, from Yvonne, that about two months later, she gave her heart to the Lord. Then a few months after that, all of a sudden, her 18-year prison sentence was reduced and she was let out of jail with no explanation. After that, after that, she rejoiced with the Lord's goodness. She the Lord, she now attends church and has her business. She works faithfully and thankfully for the Lord to provide for her children. Her husband is in a rehab clinic, but Lorena has faith that God will save his soul just as he saved hers. But our work is not finished. 
Gideon and his auxiliary wife were traveling home from the Georgia Gideon State Convention. They stopped to have dinner, and as they completed the meal, Gideon pulled the credit card out of his billfold and laid it on the check so the waitress could take it. When she saw the credit card, she commented that it was on a bank from her hometown. Well, that gave the Gideon and Auxiliary an opportunity to engage her in conversation, and she went off to run the credit card, and when she came back, the Auxiliary had retrieved a PWT from her purse and started talking to the waitress about the hips in the front and the plan of salvation in the back. And then the auxiliary asked her, is this a decision that you'd like to make? Well, the waitress responded by, I don't really see the Gideon and the auxiliary were really thinking the opportunity had been lost. But then the waitress continued, I don't really see why not. So right there in that booth, sitting beside the auxiliary, that waitress prayed to receive Christ and signed her name in the back of the book. But our work is not finished. So let me tell you a little bit about the Gideons. In 1899, the Gideons International started as two businessmen who wanted to band together commercial travelers for the purpose of evangelism. What started as the Association of Christian Businessmen has become the Gideons International of today. Then in 1908, Pastor E.R. Burkhalter led his church to supply the funding for the Gideons to place a Bible in every hotel room in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That was the birth of the Gideon Church Partnership. That special relationship between the church and the Gideons has grown to see scriptures distributed literally around the world. Because of your prayers and financial support, the last three months alone, we've distributed over seven and a half million scriptures. And the last physical year, 73.5 million. Can you believe in the 121 history of the Gideons, we've now surpassed 2.4 billion scriptures that are placed. You will be glad to know that the Blairsville Camp and the area churches such as ours gave over $54,000 last year for scriptures to be placed, and we actually placed 2,080 in our own area. I'm going to share a couple of more stories with you. Norma Church was dining in a local restaurant one day when a young woman came up to her and said, Do you remember me? The lady didn't offer anything else, just a question. Don't you hate it when people do that to you? Well, Norma did recognize the woman, if only slightly. You do look familiar, she replied. Well, the woman asking the question said, Well, it's been a while. We met in this very restaurant two years ago. It's a day I'll never forget. You came up to me and asked if I went to church here. I didn't, but you didn't get mad. You were patient. You offered me a personal worker's testament, and I was blessed to take it. Together we reviewed the helps and God's plan of salvation, and I accepted the Lord as my Savior and signed the back of that testament that night. After rejoicing together, we went our separate ways, but I'll never forget you saying, see you in heaven. I felt so much love and peace that night. So I started reading scripture, then going to church. 
soon my husband and kids were coming with me. I just wanted you to know that you changed my life by handing me that testament. Because of you, my whole family is in church. We're all believers. Thank you. But our work is not finished. And not only were 13-year-old John Price's parents atheists, they were also alcoholics. John was sitting on a bed in a hotel room in Miami, Florida. His mother was passed out on the other bed and his father was out bar hopping. Now, he was curious, he was bored, so he got to looking through the drawers and in the nightstand he found, yes, a Gideon Bible. Well, now his parents had told him not to be reading the Bible because all that was in it were fairy tales and stories. But his mom was passed out, his dad was gone, and curiosity got the best of him. <laughs> so John opened the Bible, and he, Psalms 27.10, it said, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. He snapped the Bible shut. That verse had spoken to him. This book knew him inside and out. John took the Bible with him when they left the hotel and he hid it under his bed at home and read it every chance he got. One day he realized he needed for God, to, he, his need for God and he gave his life to Christ. Today, John K. Price II is a pastor in Virginia. Oh, wow. go. All because of God's grace, a church that gave funds, and a Gideon that placed the Bible in that hotel room. But our work is not finished. So what does all that have to do with why I'm here today? Well, Ecclesiastes 3.8 tells us it's a time to speak, and Acts 5.20 actually says, Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. I am here so that you will know how God's word is being shared around the world. You see, the Bible was there for John Price to take home because someone like you gave. I told you earlier that we were in 200 countries, but what I didn't tell you is only 17 of those countries are self-sufficient. What I mean by that is 183 countries do not have the funds to buy all the Bibles their country needs. There are, so, we have to help. There are a lot of ways that we can buy scriptures. One of these is we buy scripture when people use our Gideon cards. Think of you, we have a rack out back. There are all kinds of Gideon cards you can use, thinking of you. Praying for you. Recently, one of the auxiliary members of our camp sent a thinking of you card to a friend. The friend's husband said, why is she sending this? I'm not dead yet. <laughs> well, we also have in memory cards as well. We have cards that are used almost for any situation. That being said, Ladies, for the next 20 seconds, stop listening. So let me do out here do a sidebar for the guys. Now, guys, you heard me say almost any situation, right? I'm not telling you as you leave today to go by that ticket, by that card counter, 
and pick up a card and send to your wife for her birthday or your anniversary. It will not work. Okay? She will be mad. She'll blame you. You'll throw me under the bus and we'll both be in the doghouse. Don't do that. Okay? All right. So ladies, you can start lifting again now. We do actually have a card rack out back. And for just about $5 a month, $5, you can send a hotel, put a hotel Bible. Did you know a hotel Bible has the potential of contacting or influencing possibly 2,300 people in its average six-year life? Let's take that another step. Let's say you sent five Gideon cards in a year. That's 11,500 people you could potentially impact with the Word of God. You could also give $1.25 and place a New Testament somewhere. I have a video that will give you a better idea of what I'm talking about. And so, Craig, if you'll run the video now. Ephesians 2.12 says that to be without Christ is to be without hope. To live without Christ is to live in a state of uncertainty, with little expectation of the future, and with no real solutions to life's most difficult challenges. Much of the world exists in this state of hopelessness. But to find hope in the person of Jesus Christ is to find hope in its purest form. Hope in Christ is more than a momentary respite from pain, more than a wish of things to come. It is true and lasting. It provides us with a strong and assured expectation of what God has promised, and it changes who we are and how we live. This hope is part of our salvation. It provides power for living. It gives us joy. It gives us protection. It gives us strength and boldness. It gives us comfort and peace. It gives us confidence in ministry. As children of God, we abound in the hope of Jesus Christ, daily experiencing the blessing of calling him Savior. If we believe his word is alive and absolute, we should not be able to contain the hope inside of us. With every Bible we place, with every scripture we distribute, and with every word of witness we share, we offer true and lasting hope in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. And as long as there are people in the world who do not know Jesus, who do not have hope, our work is not finished.
you've not finished. Now you understand why I keep repeating that. But how can you help? Well, the first thing you can do is pray for this ministry. We need the prayer, your prayer for the worldwide ministry of the Gideons International. We need you to pray that the funds will be available to purchase the scriptures we need to buy. That is so very vital to our ability to continue to put the word of God in the hands of a lost and dying world. James 5, 6 says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. What does that mean? Well, it means that your prayers are the most important thing that you can do for this ministry. Second, give. Pastor Jerry has graciously agreed to take an offering at the end of the service. Proverbs 3.27 says, Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hands to do it. This morning you have the power in your hands to change lives. Every dollar you give goes to play scriptures. There's no admin cost or anything else taken out of the funds. It all goes for placing Bibles. One last story, okay? We typically try to do an annual scripture blitz in New York City. We haven't been able to do that this year, but we typically do. But during one of those scripture blitz, a Gideon offered a New Testament to a man as he walked by. Here's what the man said. It's rather shocking. He said, I would rather die than read that book. Well, the man went on his way. He walked about a half a block, turned and came back and, the Gideon, and talked to the Gideon who had offered him the scripture. This is what he said this time. He said, can I have one of those books? My life is such a mess. Jerry, I can't believe you gave me one of your last services. But thank you for letting me come and share how God is using the prayers and the giving of this church through the Gideon ministry to change Blairsville in the world. And church, thank you for how you're impacting the world for Christ.